Oh, brother, Haley says, waving at me like I'm being silly. Besides, Doreen says you need to catch up on your beauty sleep. I hold my breath as I unfold the paper. I know before I even read Mr. Clopper's note that the painfully long and boring wait for my next case has finally ended. Chapter 2. Let the Head Games Begin I'm immediately struck by three things as I read Mr. Clopper's note. 1. He sure knows how to get to the point. 2. He likes to doodle. 3. Haley is reading over my shoulder. Do you mind? I sniff without bothering to look back at her. I can't concentrate with people reading over my shoulder. She giggles. Let's be honest. You can never concentrate. Do you want me to read it to you? I can read. I grumble, looking over my shoulder to give her some of my best stink eye. I'm just trying to figure out if Mr. Clopper's doodles are part of the mystery. Those aren't doodles, Haley sighs. I could swear I hear her eyes rolling in her head. That's early Egyptian writing. It's some sort of message. I already know that, I say. Although I'm really thinking that I'm not even that great at reading English, let alone scribbly ancient languages. That's called Egyptian hieroglyphics, Haley says slowly and clearly as if my brain has turned into a fruitcake. It's an ancient form of writing. Each of those symbols is called a glyph and has a special meaning. Do you think I was born yesterday? I ask with a squeak in my voice. I secretly clench my teeth at the sheer humiliation of having a little sister who's smarter than I am. No, I can't tell you what those symbols mean, she says, anticipating my next question which is just one of her many irritating habits. Oh, you're not fluid? I scoff, as if she's not so smart after all. You mean fluent, she corrects me. That's what I said, I say, with another unconvincing squeak. No, I can't translate that, she explains. I went through a big Egyptian phase when I was younger, but it's not like I can read it. Younger? I snort. Haley, you're only in the second grade. I'm reminded of the time my teacher, Miss Piffle, asked me how I could have a little sister with a brain like a power plant while my brain works more like an old hamster running on a rusty exercise wheel. You're done with your nap? It's my mom. She's poked her head through my open door. It wasn't a nap, I say. I fell asleep by accident. There's a difference? She asks. Did you two have a meeting to coordinate your attack? I ask. My mom shakes her head in confusion. All I know is that Mr. Clopper is here again. He is? Haley and I chirp at the same time. Does he still have a good head on his shoulders? Haley asks. He's waiting in the family room with Billy Frick and Jesse. Oh, no, I croak. 
I've got to get him out of there before Jessie and her creepy boyfriend scare him away for good. As I hurry down the hallway, I'm struck by the fact that the great Sherlock Holmes never had to deal with a big sister who could creep out his clients so bad that they'd go running for their lives. There isn't a moment to lose. I'm not about to let my fourth client slip away, whether or not I can read his Egyptian doodles. Chapter 3. Longbeard When you first lay eyes on Mr. Clopper, all you see is his beard. It's a whopper, a force of nature. It's easily the biggest, puffiest beard on the planet. It basically looks like he's walking around with a large sheep stuck to his neck. Mr. Clopper, sorry to keep you waiting. I say with a sigh of relief, mostly because he hasn't left yet, but...